Welcome to Wildcard Weekend, the Move of the Chains podcast brought to you by Top Sport. Best time of the year for all you NFL fans that have been hanging around 33 weeks. Chad Jansen, we have been doing this show. A lot of shit's been talked about. We are finally in the playoffs. Chad Townsend, Trent Copeland, Nick Davis here to preview Wildcard Weekend. Chad, the Browns are in. Give us the dog power. Woo-hoo. Dog power. Let's go, baby, man. The first time in 17 weeks, can you uh, – 17 years – Sorry, Browns making the playoffs. How good is it, boys? It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good week for you, brother. It is, and that's why I've got the Cleveland jersey on. Look, I tipped us to make the playoffs at the start of the year on the Moving the Chains podcast. All you guys laughed at me, ah. and I just wanted to let you know that. Look, I'm a happy man. It's gonna be a good week. We're playing the Steelers, uh, rival rivalry game, but some big games this weekend in Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, two teams that won't be there: the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> And unfortunately for Copes, and probably a year they didn't predict after making the Super Bowl last year, but teams Copes very rarely go back to the Super Bowl after losing it. The San Francisco 49ers whimper out uh, of that playoff race. Uh, who, who's more disappointed, the Las Vegas Raiders or uh, Trent Copeland and the San Francisco 49ers? We're going to throw that up on the Moving the Chains Twitter poll. <laughs> Dickie, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, they snuck one on the weekend. Thank you. I needed my multi on top sport, but a disappointing year, you'd have to say. Mate, look, after, you know, previewing them at the start of the year, thinking that the um, the first half of the schedule was going to be the hardest and going six and three, uh, and then, um, you know, crashing and burning in the second half of the year with the easy schedule. Um, look, nearly going 2-0 and against the Chiefs, uh, which would have been a huge effort. Flaming out against the Chargers, flaming out against the um, the Dolphins. Um, it was uh, it gets to a point where it, was, it could have been. A, who knows what could have happened? Uh, I think the offense solidified itself. I think Derek Carr will be the starter going forward. Um, Darren Waller had an amazing season, broke the all-time Raiders uh, reception oh, record. He's a, he is so good, and he is closing in, if not gone past your man George Kittle. Uh, <laughs> Hopes. And, uh, and look, Josh Jacobs, although he had a little misdemeanor on the weekend, um, another 1,000-yard rushing season. Pieces of the puzzle there on offense. Defense needs a lot of work, needs some linebackers. All the pressure comes from the, the defensive line. Max Crosby, um, he gets after the quarterback. But apart from that, the defense just couldn't get off the field. So uh, good season, but in the end, really disappointing. Hopes a lot of injuries and uh, mishaps pretty much for your year ruined it, but... Um, are they going to be able to bounce back next year? Is Jimmy G still the right option in, in uh, San Francisco? Oh, look, I mean, he's ne- he was never going to be the perfect quarterback to just dominate the entire league like Pat Mahomes does. But I think he's the right quarterback to manage a game, to be serviceable, to run on, you, you rely on, sorry, your run game, the run scheme, and particularly the defense, which was still very good this year. Um, one of the best... Um, you know, defensive schemes in the entire competition. Uh, I've seen the defensive coordinators up for a few of those jobs that we might talk about later on in the show. Uh, look, all in all, I was probably blindly optimistic that we could go back to back in the Super Bowls. Uh, look, injuries didn't let it happen, but to be honest, looking at our roster, the way it panned out, I don't think it would have happened anyway. And now we're going to have an even tougher time keeping this list together with salary cap. Um, struggles that they'll have in the off-season. But ultimately, if you don't have Debo, you don't have Kittle and you don't have Garoppolo healthy the entire year, Raheem Mostert missing five, six weeks, we were just never going to get there. So 
look, it's onwards and upwards to next year and a relatively decent draft pick, I would have thought. And 50% of the Moving the Chains podcast team members' playoffs uh, led bound. Uh, my Saints are through and uh, pretty good matchup this weekend against the uh, Chicago Bears. But let's get into the AFC uh, side of things, Chad. What we'll do here, boys, is we'll preview these games and then make a pick. Uh, I'll let you preview the Brown Steelers, Chad. Nick Davis will talk about the Indianapolis Colts, Buffalo Bills, and Trent Copeland will talk about the Baltimore Ravens and Tennessee Titans, which I think will be the game of the weekend. Chad, uh, they played each other last week. We saw this this year with your team uh, and the Canberra Raiders. Uh, you play each other two weeks in a row. They just uh, got away with a win last week, the Cleveland Browns. What do they have to change this week to go in against the full-strength Pittsburgh Steelers side if they're going to get this win? Yeah, look, what I took away from the weekend's game was obviously the Steelers, you know, rested a lot of their first-string players. Obviously, Big Ben wasn't playing. Mason Rudolph was in it at quarterback. And their their big game players on defense, TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, weren't playing as well. So, look, obviously, the Steelers are going to be at full strength. The Browns this week, um, they'll get back, you know, they get back some Sandejo and Denzel Ward as well in their secondary, which is going to be a big difference. But um, I think for the Browns, what they need to do and what they've done really well all year is run the ball. They've got the best one-two punch in the, in the NFL, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Honey. But if they run the ball really well and Baker can show uh, glimpses of what he's been able to do in the second half of this season, I think they can push the Steelers. Obviously, I'm going to back the Browns and I think they can win. By playing against a division rival uh, away from home against the Steelers, who, you know, when they're on, the Steelers, obviously, I think they can beat anyone. But they've finished the season pretty poorly and a bit inconsistent. So that doesn't give me, I guess, too much confidence the way, the fact that they might, um, or they'll come away with a win. So uh, for me, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a tight game. Um, but I'm going, to, I'm going to tip the Browns all day, fellas. You know that. All right, quick tips here from Nick Davis and Trent Copeland. Browns or Steelers in the first AFC uh, game this week? Uh, Steelers for me. Steelers for me too. Uh, Steelers for me, based off, they've got weapons and Big Ben's been there before. Okay, Nick Davis, uh, the Indianapolis Colts and Phillip Interception Rivers take on Buffalo Bills and Josh MVP candidate Allen. Uh, this should be one-way traffic for the Bills, but you never know in these wildcard games. Uh, how do you see this one panning out? Yeah, look, I think uh, I think Copes was pretty bullish on the Bills uh, early and, and throughout the year. And this team has just continued to just improve in, in every position. Um, they're, getting, they're getting maximum effort and they're getting maximum uh, return out of all their players. Um, Josh Allen is playing some serious ball. Cole Beasley was coming in there in the slot and then being said, Chad had him on on the fantasy one week and he's been, you know, enormous. So look, the Bills are just getting better and better. Uh, the big question mark probably for the, the Colts is is Phil Rivers. Um, if he can, if they don't turn the ball over, if they turn the ball over, if he throws a couple of interceptions, uh, they're gonna, the Bills are going to rack up a, a, a decent score. Uh, I think the the key to the Colts staying in this game is is keeping the ball, you know, out of Josh Allen's hands. So Phil Rivers, he he cannot uh, turn this ball over, or else this will be a, a forty job. Who are you going for, Nick Davis? Uh the Bills. Oh, I think they're um, they're everyone's been waiting for them because they're the Bills uh, to uh, to fall over, but they're just getting better. Uh, Copes tip in the Indianapolis Colts be Buffalo Bills. Bills again, and I'm I'm with you there, Dicky. I've been on them all all year since the preseason, and 
I'll tell you what, Josh Allen on the weekend, his scrambling ability to hit people in stride you know, with his arm strength, it was just whether he could be accurate. Um, and geez, he's been so good in the MVP race. Ne- never in my wildest dreams when I was predicting the Bills to be good did I think that he'd be this good. So, yeah, I think they can. Bills for me, Chad. I think Bills for you as well. Yeah, definitely. Look, I saw Copes' tweet the other day and I 100% agree with his comments regarding Josh Allen. I'm just looking at Top Sport now. They're obviously, they're $1.32 over um, the Colts who are out at 360 But I think... Uh, Josh Allen's connection with Stefan Diggs has been tremendous. It's been so good to watch all year. Diggs has had a, an amazing year, and um, I look forward to seeing them play well in the playoffs. Has he been the pickup of the year, boys? Diggs? I think so. Uh, yeah, I would say so, Copes. Uh, look, I reckon it's it's one of those rare situations where I think it was probably the best move for both teams. I think the Vikings drafting. Jefferson, yeah. uh, one of the best rookie seasons yeah, of all time, yeah. yards-wise, mm. and their cap situation. Fantastic move for that franchise, as hard as it was to let him go. And to be honest, it was absolutely worth the Bills paying up to get him. So, yeah, I think it was a great move. A lot, course, better, yeah. a lot better than the Cardinals and the, uh, the Texans trade. <laughs> yes. Uh, of course, if you're having a bet on the weekend, do it with Top Sport, the sponsor of the Move and Chains podcast. Uh, sorry, mistake me. Cleveland Browns, 298 uh, to win that game uh, with a four and a half start. You can get $1.93. The over under is very low, 46.5, $1.43 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Chad Townsend just went through uh, the other game there. Righto, Copes, it's your turn. The Tennessee Titans take on the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens, $1.54. I cannot believe this. Ravens, $1.54. The Tennessee Titans, $2.60 on top sport. Oh, man. I don't know how you can tip against the Titans. Like, how do, how do they stop Derrick Henry, Copes? Honestly, uh, I cannot fathom how those odds have been worked out, but I love it. The boys at top sport have given us a little opening into some, uh, some really good odds this week. In my opinion, two 11 and 5 teams. One team, though, has a real identity and one that is... No matter every team out there, they know what the plan is. It's the Henry Tannehill balance. Um, I think AJ Brown and Corey Davis's emergence, um, their combinations with Tannehill is fantastic. But this team rolls with Derrick Henry. He broke 2,000 rushing yards this this past week. And oh, look, I just think that value is there, and they are as good a team as anyone when they are flying. And last week was as good as they've looked all season. Um, you go then to the Baltimore Ravens. Their main strengths are, in my opinion, the emergence of J.K. Dobbins, I think, has been huge for them. They've gone over 200 rushing yards, I think, four times in their last five games. They had 400 rushing yards last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. massive. And, you know, the best part about that for this particular matchup is the Tennessee Titans have one of the worst pass rushes and the worst defensive fronts in the league. So, look, I think... Lamar Jackson and his connection with Marquise Brown is improving. But honestly, I think it's all going to be about how Lamar runs and how J.K. Dobbins enters this first playoff game. Let's not forget, Lamar has been a regular season MVP. He's been very good. But Jesus shit the bed in the playoffs. So I'm all over the Titans. Yeah, Titans $2.60 there. That seems like it might be a bit of a high-scoring game too. Uh, both of oh, yeah. got plenty of points. Uh, all right, let's go to the NFC now, Chad. Oh, do we not all get a pick? Uh, sorry, well, we're <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on the Ravens. I think they'll you win. Ravens. I think they can win it all. 
We all just nodded our head for five no, minutes while Cape's tall. No, well, I listened to him. I think they can win it all. Eleven. Good. So I'm going to have okay. the MVP at thirty-one dollars, and I think the Ravens can win it all. Dan Frost uh, official, cut that up and put it on movement. <laughs> uh, you know what to do. Uh, all right, we'll go across to the NFC now. If you're happy with, uh, yes, we're all yeah. happy with the Titans, except for Nick no. Davis. Uh, let's go across to the NFC, Chad Towns and the LA Rams. Uh, again, some I think they're a good value this week. They're $2.87, taking on the Seattle Seahawks, $1.46. It may seem like Russ is going to get the job done, but I, I just think the Rams, they, they got a, a huge win the other week uh, up there in Seattle, and I think they can do it again. Yeah, look, I, I think this is going to be probably the, one of the tightest games of the weekend. I'm just looking again on top sport. Uh, the, the Rams at the moment are sitting at $2.87 and the Seahawks are at $1.46. So the Seahawks head into the game as favourites. Obviously, um, you know, Russ started off the season lights out. His connection with DK Metcalf has been a highlight for Seattle. Uh, their defence has struggled at times. But on the other hand, the Rams, uh, Jared Goff probably hasn't been as consistent as... Uh, the Rams would have liked, and, and there's been a lot of pressure from Sean McVay on him to pick up his game. Um, the young fellow who went in at quarterback on the weekend did an actual, did an admirable job. Uh, the finance guy for the, for the Rams, I can't remember his name. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, look, this one, I, I think the Seahawks can win. I think they've got big game experience. Russ knows what the playoffs are all about. Um, you know, Pete Carroll has been there, done that. He's got an incredible record. Uh, ten is going for ten or eleven in a row uh, for home uh, home winning streak in the playoffs. So I think uh, my pick is the Seahawks this weekend. I'm going Rams, Dicky. Yeah, I'm going to go the Rams. I think uh, with a full crowd, I'm I'm all I'm all over the Seahawks uh, at home. But uh, COVID crowds, um, I, I'm rating. I, I rate the coach. He, he's right up there uh, with the top coaches in the league, and I think he might be able to come up with a scheme to cause an upset. Copes? Yeah, I think I'm going to go Seahawks. I'm just uh, thinking about it. I, I'll always lean when I'm on the fence. I'll always lean with a better quarterback. And Russ is just too good in the clutch. So I think I'll back them in. There you go. And don't forget the LA Rams. I mean, they're a pretty good team. They went to a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. And Sean McVay, I don't think he's lost any of that touch. He's just probably found ways to reinvent himself. That's why he gets himself in this position. Uh, all right, Dickie, the Chicago Bears take on my New Orleans Saints. I think this is one-way traffic uh, just by how many uh, for the Saints. They were awful last week, the Bears, but uh, they got into the playoffs. $1.21 for the Saints, minus a 10.5, and, and the Chicago Bears, $4.90. Drew Brees, potential last season. Is it the perfect storm down in New Orleans? Yeah, I like the segue there. That was very good. If you... Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, I <laughs> But uh, I think uh, out of all, this is going to be the one-way one traffic. Um, COVID uh, aside, I think, um, yeah, Drew Brees coming in. Being his last season, that, that time off, you know, might have freshened him up for, for a playoff run. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is getting a look in there now. Um, and, and they've got the, the weapon at running back. So, um, yeah, I, I fear for the Bears who have put up with some, um, with some quarterback issues throughout the whole year for them to, uh, to make the playoffs. Their defense is going to have to be um, every bit as good as what they've sort of been all year to keep them in games. But this could be a, a, a big space job. Chad, uh, Saints or Bears could cause the upset? Yeah, look, 100% states for me. Bears are just pretending. Copes? Yeah, I think so too. I mean, 
to be honest, we talk about Derek Henry and the the run game that is just unstoppable. Well, David Montgomery's sort of been a mini mini Henry the last four or five weeks, and the Bears have looked unbelievable during that time. So, if you cannot stop David Montgomery, then I think the Bears have a chance. But all in all, I favour the Saints. Saints to win that one. And the last game uh, will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, $1.25, and the Washington football team. Now, before we get to Copes there quickly, uh, Chad, we saw on the weekend to decide the NFC East, Jalen Hurts dragged uh, for Nick Sudfield, I think, to go on and try and win that game. Blatant tanking from ESPN coverage, pretty much. I mean, everyone that watches NFL and follows NFL uh, saw that they were trying to get a higher pick. They now end up with the number six pick in the draft. Fair or foul from the Philadelphia Eagles on the weekend? Yeah, look, immediately when I was watching this and I saw it, I, I, I thought foul. And then once I understood, I guess, the coverage and then I heard a few head coaches talk after and give all their opinions on it, I actually, it sort of come around to, I think it's, you know, it's fair. I think that Doug Peterson obviously copped a lot of criticism for this and, and the Giants plays were obviously ripping uh, you know, Philly for doing this. But at the end of the day, Doug Peterson's looking out for the Philadelphia Eagles and his team. And that's what is a decision he was made. You know, uh, Mike Tomlin rested a lot of his players and, and he doesn't care what other teams do. Um, Doug Peterson doesn't care if the Giants or the football team makes it. He just cares about Philadelphia. So at the end of the day, it's a selfish, selfish decision. But when I put myself in that position, I would have done the same thing. Uh, Nick Davis, if you are relying on results to go your way that last weekend, watching a game that you have no control over, you're not good you enough. haven't done enough yeah. during the regular season. Yeah, it's important. Take good. Uh, one of my coaches said, "Look, just be good enough and take luck out of it. Take the uh, take the chance out of it. Take luck out of it and just be better." So if you want to sit there and uh, and cry over that, just win more games. But um, look, it's a it's an interesting. Uh, should there be a lottery, boys, in the NFL, like the NBA? Nah, nah. It's not, there's not one player that can change it like the NBA. They need... Well, everyone players. thinks there is next year. Yeah, he's going to the Jags. They stink. Um, all right, Copes, uh, over to you. What was your take on that situation with Jalen Hurts? Probably the sad thing for me, Copes, is, and you could speak to this uh, in your locker room, is Carson Wentz. Yeah, mm. this is a $100 million quarterback. Not mm. wanting to play, he really can't go back there now because he's lost the, the, the locker room. He wasn't was even dressed take? on the weekend. Yeah, I know. What was your take on it, Copes? And then uh, feel free to, to preview the Bucks uh, football team game. Yeah, well, well, firstly, on the result and what you guys are talking about, look, I couldn't agree more with Chad. Uh, I think it's absolute horseshit to sit back and say that another franchise shouldn't do what they see fit to do. They're, they're an organisation that are entitled to do within the rules, whatever they see fit. So if you want to sit back and whinge about it, maybe be better yourself or be worse yourself. Mm. Either way, make that decision. But you cannot... And you know what? The thing that shits me with all sports, uh, fantasy sports, talking about tanking, talking about all this stuff, it's not just the last moment. It's the same as any game. Like, it doesn't need to be the last moment that's the only one that was important. Teams could have tanked the whole way through the season. But no one whinges about that because it wasn't the last primetime game uh, where it was all on the line. So I just think it's a horseshit excuse. Uh, and bitching and moaning after the fact is just not on. Um, anyway, moving on. I think the Carson Wentz situation 
uh, is a tough one. I mean, and, and every team out there understands um, he's probably good enough in his best scenario. Is he going to get back to that after what he's just been through? And, and what we saw from him this year, he's going to need a bloody good offensive line. So, there'll hey, be... Coach, I've got a quick one for you. Yeah. The Jets want to make a trade, right? They're not sure on Darnold. Jets, second pick, and Darnold for Carson Wentz in the sixth. Do you do it? Because uh, if they get the second pick, they may be able to manoeuvre to get up to get Trevor Lawrence. They may yeah. get Justin Fields. Yeah, and uh, having watched that game on the weekend, I think you'd be happy with either of those two. <laughs> and the, the potential upside that either possesses versus a known commodity and someone who's shown this year that maybe they weren't good enough. I think you go with the potential upside. Look, in, in the situation where you've got a top two pick in the NFL draft, you need a player that's going to change your franchise. I don't think at this point Carson Wentz is going to do that. So that's where I would lean. Um, uh, who wins this game on the, the weekend, Bucks or football team? Yeah, I'm going to go the Bucks. And isn't it just written in the script that Tom Brady moves from the Patriots to the Bucks? He gets a team with... A seven and nine record, one of the most bullshit things that happens in the NFL, and he walks straight into that as his first week in the playoffs. It's just a layup so down Brady's lane. A layup that may lead to Rogers Brady in week two of the playoffs. Uh, all right, get your picks in. Uh, we're all tipping the Bucks there. Nick Davis, do you want to change the script? Or no, are you happy with the Bucks? no, I'm happy with the Bucks. <laughs> happy with the Bucks. But I'm cheering for the football team. I hope, I hope they go well. You know, I'm cheering for Chase Young. He is a yeah. He's ready to eat. He's ready to feast. <laughs> you yeah. just want to walk down the tunnel with that dude, seriously. <laughs> you sure do. Uh, all right, let's get into a couple of little coaching uh, hires here. I'm just going to sum this up quickly, boys. Jets, Jags, and Chargers have moved on from their coaches. Chad, best opportunity there for a, an up-and-coming coach. Just quickly, and then we'll move on to our top sport multis. Yeah, look, I, I like the uh, the Chargers job, Sowie. I think the I think it has the most yeah. upside. I think uh, the other two franchises are in absolute disarray. The Jets and the Jags. I don't think they're going to have success anytime soon. But I think the Chargers have a few really good pieces on their team, and obviously uh, that they've got in what my mind will be the Rookie of the Year in Justin Herbert, who had an exceptional year, showing he's going to lead and be the face of that franchise moving forward. So I think. Um, obviously, being in LA, uh, such a big city as well, I think that um, the Chargers job for me is probably the most appealing. Dickie? Yeah, I, I agree. I think they uh, they get some people back. The Chargers, they got Austin Eckler, they got Herbert, um, they've got Keenan Allen, they've got some uh, serious pieces to that puzzle. Uh, the defensive back, his name escapes me, Copes. You'll help me out. It was out for the whole year. I saw it on. No, sir. No. Anyway, Bill and James. That's him. He comes back. Oh, yeah. Like he's um well, I, I don't know how he um how old old mate cocked this up. Like that's they're a, a playoff caliber team. If you're a head coach, you'd be uh knocking you'd be sending your resume. If you want to be a coach, you'd want to coach that side. Copes, it, I mean, sometimes it's just luck, though. They fell into Justin Herbert. Remember what he took over from Tyrod Taylor? Like it was a, a last minute situation. Now this guy throws 30 TDs. Rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Like sometimes it just happens at the right time. So the Chargers obviously be your pick. Yeah, I think so too. And there's been some interesting people bandied about for that job. Jason Garrett uh, was one that I heard. I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, I mean, as much as he's 
I saw Adam Schefter talking about it today on Twitter that it would be a uh, Herbert-friendly appointment. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe, but he's sort of given the credit for bringing on Dak Prescott. But geez, he's a boring off, you know, offensive coordinator. Firstly, at the moment. But Jizzy was a boring head coach and he really had no flair, which is what we loved about Herbert this year. So I just, I hope that they bring in an offensive minded uh, coordinator and head coach that can help him flourish because he looks like he's got the goods to be a you know, top five quarterback in this league for a long time. He certainly does. Uh, and of course, congratulations to Nick Davis. $31 tipped Aaron Rodgers to win MVP on top sport at the start of the year. If you got on, well done. All right. If you didn't, like the rest of us. Thanks for top sport for putting $100 on for me. Did they not? Yes. Yes, they did. Yes. Yes. They did. Yeah. Thanks, Tristan. Um, you get that as your bonus at the end of the year, Diggy. Well done. <laughs> Uh, but it's now time to talk a little bit. Is that bit it? Of you would have spoken for half an hour about your stupid fantasy win. I've tipped this like $31. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and I get a little five-second The inaugural uh, winner of the Move of the Chains podcast invitation. I don't know what happened. Uh, but um, look, now it's time to talk a little bit of punting. Topsport.com.au. Go on and get the best odds. They give us uh, 50 bucks each week. Uh, and this week, Copes and Nick Davis. You missed out last week, but we've got... Uh, the four of us are going to pick an anytime touchdown scorer to try and get the, get the charity money up before the season ends. I'm going to go first. I think the Rams and the Saints win. Um, I just, at $3.46, I'm trying to bank some cash here, but I think the Rams can upset the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Chad, where are you going? Yeah, look, I've gone uh, anytime touchdown scorer this week. Mike Evans, I think he's going to get a TD. Oh, yes. Keep uh, that at the end. I'm going to put that all at the end. So, oh. Uh, but my, uh, my multi is Brown Steelers under 46.5 at $1.95. Bucks minus nine at 202. Titans to score last TD at $1.95 for $5.92. Dickie? Uh, I've got the Saints. I think that's a layup. The Ravens, who I'm tipping to win it all. The Bucks and the Bills at uh, $3.07. There you go. And uh, Copes? I'm going Titans and Steelers for a combination of $3.71. Not huge odds, but I think very good value. And there's always, uh, Chad, there's always good value in this wildcard weekend because there's a couple of layups. But to me, like the Rams, they're outsiders. But $2.87 is long and the Titans are $2.60. That's way overs. Yeah, well, as we said before, the Titans at $2.60 at a home game with the team in the season that they've had. Plenty of value there, top sport. Thanks, Tristan. Just handing away money this weekend, brother. Yeah, we should handle the uh, sponsorship. But he's handed more over than Cronulla beer this year. I've heard myself up there. Anytime touchdown scorer um, at, at all. So we're going to multi up the four this week. I'm going Alvin Kamara. I think that's just money for jam there, Chad. Yeah, look, I'm going Mike Evans. I think he's uh, shooing this weekend against the football team. Dickie? Lamar Jackson. Nice. That'll be about $2. Copes? I like that one. Yeah, I'm going Derek Henry. I think he's going to be on top. There you go. So we should get about... And, Coach, and the sun will come up tomorrow. We should get about 90 cents for that. Uh, well, hopefully, <laughs> if they all do their job this week, uh, they will be able to hopefully cash that in. I'm sure Tristan will get that done. Thanks to Top Sport for the sponsorship. All right, Chad, uh, time to plug your beer. Again, no merchandise, no beer turned up to uh, my address. The same with Dickie and the same with uh, Fine Leg, the third man, Copes' haircut. Um, let's talk biggest upset this weekend, Chad, for Cronulla Beer Co. 
Yeah, look, biggest upset this weekend, uh, thanks to Cronulla Beer Co. Boys, we're getting beer this weekend, and I've got your case to sort. All right, so don't worry, hang in there. I'll it get be a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> lots, yeah. of, lots of posts, lots of lots of merchandise, but no no actual product. <laughs> Where are you going, Chad? Well, biggest, this week upset this week. Biggest upset this week is I have to go, my boys, the Browns. Look, we're the underdogs. First time in the playoffs for 17 years, playing against the Steelers. Uh, sitting at $2.98, so a big outsider against the Steelers at $1.43, uh, thanks to Top Sport. But, yeah, th- this week uh, I'm going to go the Browns. I think they can uh, cause an upset. So let's go. We may as well give him a little bit more of a plug before we say goodbye. Dickie, uh, your Cronulla Beer Co. Uh, upset this week? I'm going to go the same way. I think everyone is saying, well, they only beat the, uh, the Steelers' B-side. But uh, the, the Browns are missing a few last week too. Uh, they've got a, a quarterback that can do funky things. Uh, and they've got Nick Chubb. They've got Nick Chubb. And I like you, Dickie. He's like a good you. player. Uh, and the wheels have somewhat fallen off the other team. So uh, I think uh, if there's going to be an upset, I think uh, Chad's Browns. My upset, and I don't think it'll be an upset, uh, Tennessee Titans. I just cannot get over the $2.60. I think that'll tighten up. Copes. Yeah, uh, agreement. Are you are you going with the Browns? No, I'm going Titans. I, oh, uh, Titans. I said that from the start. I think that's no the best value you bet this entire weekend. Just straight head to head Titans. Unbelievable value. Okay, we'll finish the Movement Change podcast episode 33. I can't believe we've actually stayed on this long, but we're back. We're back. It's a miracle. Uh, we're going to see our winner of the Super Bowl. We've all looked at the matchups and how the cards will unfold. Uh, I know you're going to be biased here, Chad, but seriously, get your head on here. Uh, Who is the winner of the Super Bowl in 2021? All right, Teddy. Yeah, well, I'm not going to – I'm not going to – sorry, I'm not going to pick my own team. I'm not going to pick the Browns. But I'm going to pick for the Super Bowl winner this year, I'm going to pick the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to pick Sowie Saints. Sowie's won the move in the Chains fantasy, and I'm going to pick his team to win the Super Bowl. I would love to pick my team, but I am actually – it's got to go through Lambeau. I think Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and the combinations, I think Green Bay are going to win it all. Dickie, you said Baltimore? Uh, as, yeah, as previously stated, uh, the Baltimore Ravens for me. And Trent Copeland. Well, I'll just, I'll be a little bit different. and I'll Because I, I was going to say Lambeau and Rodgers as well. I think he, he is just phenomenal. MVP is an absolute certainty, Dickie. So well done there. Um, I'm going to say the Bills as the smoky of the group. Everyone will say the Chiefs. Yeah, that would be as easy as saying Derek Henry any time touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say the Bills. I think I've been impressed. Their defense is good. Um, If they can get past the Colts this week, I think they can make some noise. There we go. So uh, go on and go to at Moving the Chains on Instagram and Twitter if you've got any feedback for the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week after Wildcard Weekend in the NFL.